Today I wanted to take a look at some of the things that have kept me stuck for the longest time. And I don't just want to take a look at them, I actually want to go into some of the things that have helped me in working working with them, kind of acknowledging them, becoming aware of them, and continuing to work on my projects regardless of how negative or critical uh, the thoughts are in my head. I just felt like sharing that because I feel like that's incredibly valuable to anyone who's who's even close to struggling with that kind of negativity and those uh, thought spirals that can happen and really, really take you away from making what it is you want to make. That's that's what this episode is about today. And there's no guest speaker. It's just me. So we'll see how this goes. This is the first one of its kind, and I think there'll be a few more. Uh, this is, yeah, as I said, this is the first time I've done it, so it could be a little rough, but... I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because um, the only way I'm going to get used to doing this is by doing it. to talk about the the experiences we feel in our bodies and and in our minds and how they can keep us from taking action on the things we want to do, the things we want to get done, the places we want to go and the people we want to connect with. And the feelings I'm talking about are feelings of extreme negativity, self-doubt, self-criticism, you know, thoughts like, I can't do this, uh, what am I doing, uh, no one's going to like this, no one likes me, you know, any, any, any thought or even a feeling that is telling you, hey, don't do this. And for me, I, I got to a point where th- these negative feelings, and I call them thought spirals because it, it's kind of thinking that it feels like a runaway train almost. You start thinking in loops and it's really not productive planning or uh, thinking of a solution to a problem. It's more thinking about all the things that could go wrong, a lot of what if or I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing that. All of these, all of these thoughts really don't serve any other purpose but to make us feel bad. So, yeah, as I said, these thought spirals got so intense for me that I reached a point where I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I, I really need another way to, to deal with this. Um, and, you know, I, I talked to people, I talked to professional psychologists and, and all this, and no one really seemed to be getting to the core of the problem. And what was happening I was, is I found I was just talking to these professionals about how I felt and why I might be feeling that way. And I started trying to think, really kind of think about where these feelings might be coming from, what was causing them. This can be a helpful way to go about things to to minimize these these critical thoughts, to understand where they do come from. However, 
understanding where they have come from don't make them go away. So I want to just take a step back for a minute and remember who we are, kind of remind ourselves of who we are. And I'm, I'm talking about us as human beings. And as a human being, you have a body, you have a mind, and we have consciousness. And this consciousness is the is the force or is the presence behind all of our perceptions. And without that consciousness, we wouldn't be able to perceive anything. So coming back to the core of this episode, there is a subtle difference between an experience and being the experiencer of that experience. Because we aren't the experiences that we experience we are the experiencer, just the fact that we can be aware of the experiences we're having while we're having them indicates that we aren't the experiences themselves. And if we were the experiences, let's say, for example, we were the negative thoughts in our head, or we were these feelings of fear in our stomach, if we were those things, then we wouldn't be able to become aware of those things actually occurring inside us because they would be our entire reality. We wouldn't be able to distinguish ourselves from those experiences because we would just be them and we would be constantly swept away by thoughts and you know any thought we would have would just become us. When we know how to step outside of those experiences and observe them as just that, or rather experience them as just the experiences that they are, then suddenly we have a space to, to, to breathe a little easier. These, these thoughts, these negative emotions, these positive emotions aren't as strong anymore because we've taken a step back and we're now observing them rather than being inside them, and being carried away by them. So it's about remembering the fact that we, we are the awareness that is aware of these experiences occurring, but we are not the experiences themselves. The experiences I'm talking about can take many different shapes and forms, but there's three main categories that I, that I come back to. Physical, emotional, and mental. And so these are the three areas where we can experience uh, feelings, thoughts, and also just sensations themselves, sensations like pain, comfort, uh, warmth, you know, any of these sensations. And what all of these experiences have in common, well, rather not what the experiences have in common, but how they're experienced, what they all have in common is we all experience them, we sense them through our body. And that might not seem like a big deal, but when we know that everything we perceive in the world is happening through our body, suddenly we have a single point of focus that we can use to become aware of what's going on. So we don't have to dive into every single emotion and thought and analyse where it's come from and how it's come up and how we, should, how we should get out of it and how we should stop it. That's not necessary. Just as an example, I'm sitting here talking and 
you know, I'm, I feel nervous. I feel nervous. And I feel nervous because I'm, I'm worried about not making sense. I'm worried about all of this sounding like nonsense to someone listening to it. I can feel this tightness kind of in my chest and I don't feel very relaxed. So I think this would be a good example to use to show you what I'm talking about. So I'm going to try to just become aware of where it is in my body and describe what it feels like to you. So I can feel a tension in my chest, kind of in my chest area. And it just feels tight. It's kind of burning a little bit. So the sensation's there. I'm not, I'm not trying to push it away. I'm just letting it be there now. But instead of dwelling on that sensation and thinking about how unpleasant it feels and wishing it wasn't there, I'm going to take a step back and become aware of how my feet feel planted on the ground. And there's not really an unpleasant sensation there, it's just this solid feeling under my feet. I can feel the floorboards through my socks. Feels kinda kinda comfy. Got my socks on, got my floorboards. And then what I can also do is just listen to the sounds around me and become aware of what I'm hearing. And really just listening to the sounds and not, not thinking about where they're coming from or what's making them. And that tight feeling in my chest, that's still there. It hasn't gone away. I am still a bit nervous, that's for sure. But I'm now more aware of kind of the bigger picture of what I'm experiencing. And the, the tight feeling is no longer the, the dominant focus of my attention because I've become aware of my surroundings, I've become aware of the other sensations in my body and suddenly the tension in my chest just doesn't feel as, as big or as intense because I've, I've just shifted my awareness, my focus, to other parts of my body. And I've found this is a really helpful way to free yourself up to take action on the things that you want to do. So if this has helped you at all, I'd love to hear from you. If it hasn't helped you and it's just one confusing thing after another, I'd also like to hear from you because I don't want people to be confused. My whole goal here is to share information which is valuable to you. And if it's confusing, then you can't use it. So if you'd like to send me some feedback, you can do that on the B is for Being website at beisforbeing.com 
Also, if there's a topic you'd really like me to, to cover, just send it to me. Like, yeah, just send it to me. You can send it through on the, on the website, as I said, or on Twitter. If you want to send it through on Twitter, that's at B is for being is the Twitter handle. And I think I've got to stop recording now, guys, because I've been sitting in a bedroom cupboard for about an hour. It's the only quiet place, and I've, like, surrounded my microphone with, with pillows. Yeah, it's getting a bit hard to breathe, so I think I've got to uh, get out of here before I collapse. Otherwise, that would be a really short podcast series. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.